0: We like to make wishes in the fountain.
1: Oh, Fellas, I hate to tell you, wishes aren't real. If you want something bad, you have to work for it or use a spell. All of our wishes come true. Last year, Troy wished we got Bin Laden and the Dorito taco.
0: Yeah, but Obama got credit for both. morning greendale Greendale. i'm ben and i'm mike
1: here are your morning announcements
0: today we're talking about community season four episode one history 101
1: i would like to welcome everyone to the gas leak year um i believe we uh we haven't termed it that yet but that's what it's gonna be
0: yeah, it uh, it retroactively in season five gets termed the internally to the show gets termed the gas leak here. So, um, we'll we'll get there. We'll get sure. there. Let's I just let's wanted, see.
1: I just wanted to welcome everyone to it.
0: We'll we'll <laughs> see how much how much this season is a gas leak and how much of it is a gas. Well, you so. know
1: you know it's always a gas. Outsourcing Mike's bits.
0: Okay. <laughs> just Look, so you know you mike you're you now creating five different timelines
1: yeah i am uh i you give me a good segue i'm gonna ride that thing um so there, as
0: there's a 20 percent chance it's the sex question and right. um,
1: um however i am because there are some still some uh concerns out there that i'm rigging the process. I am going to involve Ben in my selection of numbers this time.
0: Oh no, that means I'm I'm creating a timeline. Exactly, that's too much pressure. Aha!
1: I have turned it okay. around on you, my good friend Ben. There's no sense in doing a shuffle. You can't really shuffle five cards. So, but I am going to assign each number, uh, each card, a number one through five, and I want Ben to give me a number. And these are the cards.
0: Okay, I mean I'm I'm gonna go with five. Five's my lucky number. Okay. So I gotta, so gotta do it. So That means
1: it's going to be this card here. Okay. Which is not the sex question. Okay. I I hate this. And see, I did not rig that. If anything, Ben did.
0: <laughs> you still you still could have rigged it because there could be no sex question in there. That's you've, true. you've not proven that it's not rigged.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. I, I have proven that I'm not. I, I, w- okay. In thi- yeah, mm, yeah. Okay. No, I have no argument. <laughs> um, but I, I could have easily rigged it so that it was the sex question one of these times.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, hit me with that question.
1: Anyone? Uh, anyone? Any? Anyone? Uh, has anyone actually? I could have just turned that into anyway. I could have made that work as a accidental vocal tick. Has anyone started a rumor about you? If so, what was it about?
0: Anyone started a rumor about me um I don't believe so um frankly, I'm surprised that uh like anyone in high school knew who i was okay um good, good. i was very very unassuming and um I don't really socialize with coworkers so like I don't really know. I don't know where any source of rumors would come from. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no one has anything to gain by making a rumor about me,
1: right? Uh, well, you know, I'm pretty sure, and uh, uh that a lot of uh people in my high school thought I was gay. Um,
0: okay, okay. I
1: can be somewhat flamboyant and a showman. I haven't noticed a, a lot like the <laughs> dean actually. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, I think that's. I can't think of any other rumors about me specifically. There were a lot of mean nicknames that people gave me, but I do not want to go into those because those are mean and I don't like them. Um, And uh, they tormented my entire uh, elementary school life. So screw that.
0: How many of the remaining cards are what terrible nicknames that ruined your elementary school life uh, are in in pod decks? All four. (laughs) <laughs> that means there's no sex question. <laughs> Proving Aha. Or maybe I'm lying currently. Uh um, Who knows? I... <laughs>
1: How will you solve our dungeon? I always tell the truth, but I always lie.
0: Yeah, no, I mean that there are definitely like people in in middle school who thought I was gay just because I wasn't a manly man. Mm-hmm. So like But I don't think, I don't think there's really like a rumor. It was just, you know, toxic masculinity doing what toxic masculinity do. You know, also fair. So.
1: But other than that, I can't think of a good answer to the prompt.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any, uh, I don't have any rumors, um, about me. So good, good discussion. Good card,
1: Poddex.
0: That's fine. It was a short Poddex segment, which is fine, because we can get into, uh, a little bit of a format change announcement. Just a little bit. We, we talked a little bit, uh, uh, after last episode... Um, just because uh, we're, we're going to do a little bit of a change of a format where we're going to be uh, a little less uh, recappy uh, about the episode, um, which is it has nothing to do with um, what season four is or is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually something that I was kind of thinking about, uh, like partway through season three. It's just kind of a. Mid-season is a weird time to do a format change. Yes. Uh, but just just because um, we uh, we have a tendency to go on, and uh, episodes were... When we started this podcast, episodes were taking me about two hours to edit. Uh, now they take me about three, three and a half mm-hmm. hours to edit, and uh, I would like a little bit more time on my Monday nights back, so... <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we are uh, t- t- going to be less re- literally moment by moment recapping and more kind of giving. Uh, we're going to hit the important things. Um, I, I mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. I he, uh, Ben suggested this and I agreed. Uh, so I'm still figuring out where we're going to land on this uh, personally, but I took more broad strokes than my literally heavy uh, pausing. You know, note down mo- minutia that happened.
0: Yeah, uh, I like I would I would like some time on my Monday nights back. I'm sure you would like some times on your Tuesday night backs cuz there are, there were times when you were like, "All right, I just got off of work. I'm starting the episode now." And then like 2 hours later, it would be like, "I've got like 10 more minutes."
1: <laughs> yeah. I was uh over-noting probably. Um where this one came out at, at a at a crisp 35 minutes.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> um but this uh, this does also I think season 4 does come at a good time for this too just because Um, I think it's true for both of us that we've seen season four a lot less than the first three seasons. Um, you're not even totally sure what you've seen of season four. I'm pretty sure I've Um, seen
1: season four. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure when I bumped off, so we'll see.
0: Um, so, so yeah, so the, the taking, taking it a little bit more at a, um, higher level overview, um, I think will help. And also, like this episode has uh like four different plot lines in it. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> that, that that jump back and forth because like we also got just really bogged down in like every time there's a scene change, we'd we have to would, be like, okay, and then meanwhile, yeah. back at Troy in the Sun Chamber, like it it it's difficult to discuss um a beat like taking it beat by beat when uh the beats change. So rapidly so uh it's gonna take a little time i think for us to maybe find refine a groove here mm. so stick with us um we hope the new format is enjoyable for you as well how ben um, and mike
1: got their groove back
0: how ben and mike got some of their time their weeknight time back by not totally over analyzing every tiny bit of community um all right
1: so let's overanalyze community
0: so <laughs> let's talk about season four, episode one, history 101. Uh, we have, like I said, I think four different plot lines in this. We have the Abed Happy Place right, timeline yeah. where he keeps going into his own mind, which is a, a sitcom, uh, where Pierce is uh played by um Fred Willard, mm-hmm. uh, instead Fantastic. of fantastic uh sadly passed a couple of years ago i think i believe um, you
1: are yes you are right he, if, he he 2020
0: if you ever needed a friendly but awkward and sometimes clueless old man uh you could always count on fred willard to mm-hmm. play the part um
1: i actually was reading that fred willard was one of dan harman's uh wants to play pierce originally but uh chevy chase was needed by the uh nbc or uh, uh whoever was uh the promotion company so
0: Fred Willard would have been a very different, uh, Chevy, uh, different Chevy Chase. <laughs> that
1: is, Fred, that is true. I, I think uh, it would have, it would have changed the way that, uh, you know, because I think you could feel out some of the anger between Pierce or che- Chevy Chase and Dan Harmon in the scripts. If you had Fred Willard, I, who is, from what I, I can hear as a, Consummate professional, it would have changed that characterization a whole lot, I think. Because I think he would have it would changed have, over time.
0: It would have changed that, and also Pierce has kind of a, a mean streak to him that I don't think you can pull off on a week to week basis with Fred Willard. Um I, I think yeah. I think Fred Willard, like he can he can do Clueless Old Man and you can you can tie in some of his Pierce's like backwards thinking into that cluelessness but pierce comes off purposefully mean
1: yeah that's true
0: i i don't like fred willard just he always comes off just too nice um i i think i think it would have been a very different uh a very different pierce um yeah that's uh,
1: that's fair but i think i think he's got the range to do it but i i do agree with you that he always comes off in his roles as kind of Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit like, like, I don't know how to describe it, but kind of like a little bit aloof.
0: Mm-hmm. So we have that plot line. We have the Jeff is trying to get a bunch of the Dean's balls right. in yes, a Hunger has- Dean's competition.
1: I love the order Hunger Dean's so
0: much in order to to secure seven seats in the history of ice cream class,
1: the only history course that's being offered this semester, uh-huh, <laughs> which is such um, a wonderful idea, especially with the mid <laughs> the mid episode reveal that the dean was has created this so that Jeff won't uh-huh. graduate um <laughs> and it's just very funny to me of like especially with the end of being like. You know we do. We are adding another history class, mostly because we'll lose a whole lot of grant money if we don't offer it. But you could take that <laughs>
0: uh-huh. very forty thousand dollars of grant money,
1: which is probably a um, decent amount to Greendale.
0: We get a, uh, a side plot with Annie and Shirley, where they are trying to. to uh, Annie decides this this year she is going to play it a lot looser and get into some pranks. And so yeah, she and Shirley, senioritis,
1: which is very funny mm-hmm. to me of like, I'm trying senioritis,
0: Uh-huh. And so they, they try to pull a prank on the Dean's office and then end up filling his car with, uh, popcorn. Right. Which, uh, you know, I guess, I guess. It's a gag. Yeah, sure. And then, uh, the plot the the more of it's a very lightly touched on one, but uh Troy and Brita's uh burgeoning uh relationship, which is uh quote I mean, it's progressed, but it hasn't progressed, progressed. It's progressive. Good luck, Troy. It
1: that makes it you know, when when Brita said that I was like, I'm more confused about it when than when I started. <laughs> um I mean yes. I,
0: I take that I take that to assume uh to mean just like they haven't boned yet like <laughs> because because fair <laughs> th- there's there are in a modern in a modern relationship. There are the following levels crushing. Okay. You get you've got a crush on them dating. Okay. Facebook official. Big deal. Boning. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, I guess marriage or whatever, but like.
1: I guess uh, marriage or whatever.
0: But those those are those are the those are the uh official levels. Okay. Now, the thing about the thing about modern dating is that they don't necessarily go in that order. Cause you can definitely Go on. <laughs> Well, okay, so traditionally it's, you know, uh, kissing in a tree, and then comes love, and then comes marriage, and then comes a baby carriage. It's a sure, very yes. old school, old school, rhyming, patriarchal, uh, Correct. Sure. you know, puritanical system. Nowadays, you've got all these, you've got these different levels, you've got dating, Facebook official, uh, boning, Oh, I see. Marriage or whatever. You could have They don't necessarily being go in order. You can you can start at boning, right? Sure. You can you can meet someone at a bar, go back to their place, you bone. It's it you know. Then then you're like, "Oh, hey, actually this this stranger that I've picked up at this bar, uh I'm actually into." And then you go into crushing. Crush yeah, okay. Exactly. Um as, sometimes, as, as if, someone if you who has not
1: dated uh, since high school, I, I'm actually <laughs> learning a lot now.
0: Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, sometimes it's like, oh, well, I'm crushing because, like, I I swiped right on Tinder. And then, sure. and then you bone. Okay. And then you're like, okay, this will actually work, so we're going to date. Sometimes you do it, you know, in that order. You crush, you date, you Facebook official, and then you bone. Okay. Sometimes you bone before a Facebook official. There's there's an infinite number of possibilities, and by infinite I mean four factorial. But um, four
1: factorial is still not. I mean, it's sixteen, <laughs> I think, right? No, I
0: don't know what it is. Twenty five, probably. Uh so um, I, I,
1: I had a math minor in college. I don't know. Remember? <laughs>
0: uh so yeah, and then there's I guess there's sort 24. of
1: like a, I looked it up. It's twenty four.
0: I guess there's a little like, it's not really a full-fledged plot line, but also Pierce is trying to, he's putting way too much effort (laughs) into uh, trying to come up with a joke about balls because part of the Hunger Deans thing is that the Dean requires you to get these balls. Mm -hmm. uh, They're they're
1: red balls with, and they're not counterfeitable because they have an imprint of the bite, (laughs) the Dean's bite mark.
0: Right. Uh, so those those are the, uh, like, four and a half plot lines. Um, so yeah,
1: jumping between those would have been, in our previous format, would have been <laughs> just impossible to do or listen to.
0: Uh-huh. So it, it's a it good time been, for the change. It's a very good time for the change. Um, and the times they are a change in. Um, speaking of, I hope you all remembered to change your clocks two days ago by the time this releases.
1: <laughs> Is that this weekend? <laughs> Yeah. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a service to me now in the t- in the moment.
0: The one thing one thing oh, it's that I did Spring
1: Forward. Oh, it is, dang sp- it it.
0: is spring forward.
1: Uh, uh, why do we not one... just have one single time? Why can't we just have a single time we never change? Why why why? Why do why do I have to be t- put attacked specifically?
0: Because the times they are a change in. Uh. So one thing I did want to point out kind of off the <laughs> bat cuz like in in the previous episode I talked a lot about uh this idea of like trying to be Dan Harmon, like really like Dan right, Harmon yes. it up. And right off the bat in this episode because you get you get this Abed sitcom thing before the rest of the episode like you don't realize what's going on at first right, right? it goes straight into a sitcom with a laugh track with Fred Willard it and feels very
1: similar to last season's first episode with the musical thing
0: yeah um and so you 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 get that whole thing and then when you it's revealed that it's like an Abed Abed TV mental sitcom you you get this uh theme song uh and Everything in the theme song is like it—it it smacks of like, hey, remember? This is community. We're community. We're doing a community, right? It's community. I would it's, agree with you. It's—it's it's, it's like flashbacks to Annie's boobs. It's flashbacks to. Uh, the first paintball episode. It's flashbacks to, um, uh, oh, th- there's a couple of other moments in there uh, in that theme song that's just like, remember when we did this? Yes. Yeah. I, th- I think um,
1: I think yes, it's very clear that they did that. But I also think it they've re- they've done a clever thing in writing it in the story the way they have as things that Abed isn't ready to let go of. As interesting, but yes, I do agree that it's very much beat the viewer on the head. We are a community. We right. are doing one. We're, right. we're this is another one.
0: I like, agree with you. Fr- out out the gate, it it does feel a little bit like hey hey hey, bu- hey bud, hey bud, don't buddy. worry. Hey, this don't, is still don't, a community. Don't don't worry, don't worry. We're st- we we know we know we know community. We you, we know you know community. We're we're all doing a community right here right now. It's it's fine, buddy. It's fine. And then it strokes your hair a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh and then you, you fall asleep you, you fall asleep with your head on its lap. And then it's like, yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: That was a, that was a nice moment we just had. We got uh-huh. to share it with you and our listeners.
0: And there was also another one when they um uh when they're going to uh, history of ice cream and Jeff is like,
1: Jeff, I can't believe that you came early.
0: Don't you read Garrett's Twitter feed? He posted a crisis alert about it. I came
1: early to save seats. Yeah, that was,
0: that was, was a bit like, much. Like it's, it's all those little things where it's just like, Hey, Hey buddy, don't forget it's community. Remember yeah. you like us. Remember?
1: <laughs> Do you remember when the crisis alert from, from the, uh, the fictional, uh, uh, league, uh, uh God, I don't model remember. UN. I was like, "What is the word? What is the word? Uh-huh. I've lost it." But yeah, it's like remember the model UN. You remember Garrett?
0: Uh huh. Uh-huh, so, so I, so that's that's kind of what I was talking about in last yeah. episode where I'm like, and most of the other episodes don't do it so blatantly <laughs> so, we'll over
1: the head with it.
0: Like, I do feel like. In this one specifically, it is really just a like trying to pat you on the head and be like, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry that Dan Harmon's gone. Don't worry about it. Please. We're still, we're still friends. Um, so yeah, I, I did want to, I did want to bring that, uh, that, those specific points because it ties into what I was talking about last episode. I do like, uh, I do like the many Dean costume changes in this episode I, I, because it does feel
1: a little like look remember it's community here's a lot of dean oh oh
0: oh uh but it the dean comes into history of ice cream dressed normal and and jeff is like oh this can't be good He he's dressed normally and then he does this like you have to follow me let's uh follow me to yeah that that is
1: a legitimately hilarious thing to do to to but, and and also to sh- cuz a lot of i mean it, it does hang a lampshade on the oh let me go let me bring you too and then they show mm-hmm. up and and they say that but the dean is like holding that too as they uh-huh. are led through the halls of the school into the cafeteria it is a fantastic gag
0: also uh just because uh comedy is the, the essence of comedy is timing and Hulu likes to think that it's a, a comedian uh my Hulu actually froze in the middle of <laughs> him going to and then it had to reload and then he was still doing and I was like okay all right okay Hulu there,
1: you're there's real, someone you're like me on their dev team that's like Haha. um <laughs> This will be funny for like four people.
0: Uh, But he does immediately change into a red dress and wig. And then later during the tango competition, uh, his his buff unicorn uh, guys.
1: Yeah. How else do you describe them? (laughs) How else could you possibly describe them?
0: They they just they rip off his red dress and then he's in a green tango dress and I gotta say, he pulls it off. He pu-
1: He's pulling off all of the dresses, so it's very good. Yeah, I, I think there are, you know, uh, th- even then, though, you do get some of the callbacks to the dean that you kind of get of in Abed's uh, thing, he's not sure whether or not he should go in the men's or the women's restroom when he's wearing the half and half, mm-hmm. um, which is a very bizarre joke. Um and then you get his, uh, his his whole office is like decorated with Dalmatian stuff, mm-hmm. which is like a couple of callbacks to, hey, hey, there's some new stuff, but there's also the old stuff that we know you like. And we didn't even touch on Changnesia.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's true. It's not. It's
1: it's like a moment, but
0: four point seven five plot lines in this. <laughs> Because the the Pierce balls thing is like half a plot, and then the the Changnesia bit—it's like the a end. scene.
1: It's not even a plot,
0: but it's it's setting up a plot. Oh, sure, it is setting up a plot, um, which is fine. We'll get to it. So, is it better than him being fascist? Probably. Uh, I honestly
1: do not remember what this plot leads to.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, you're in you're in for a, a ride. Um so uh so yeah, we we get uh these these plot lines. So in in Jeff's plot line, he manages to get he does manage to get um seven balls in They're- order to for for everyone to take the history of ice cream class, uh, which involves him uh like punching Annie Kim because she comes back, which also just like Joel McHale is like seven foot nine, probably. Yep. And the, known fact. <laughs> the uh uh woman who plays Annie Kim is like much shorter than that. And I'm just like, um like when you put the two of them side by side, I was just like, oh dang, how tall is Jeff actually?
1: Yeah, Irene Choi the uh, the uh the woman who plays Annie is five four. And I believe uh, it's known that Joel McHale is, as you said, seven nine. <laughs> no, I believe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's six five. He's six four,
0: six. But four. yeah, so he he has to like totally destroy Annie Kim and Leonard, and he he does it though. He he comes out of the. Uh, the end, just covered in dust and other people's blood, like and his uh, his
1: his his sleeves are torn off. What is going on?
0: The Abed plot line is just it's him just kind of existing in his own mental realm of TV. <laughs> um, he
1: interacts with no one.
0: He is true. He he interacts with no one until the very end when he gives almost a a winger level speech. I mean, uh. But in, until then, he's just he's living his Abed TV uh, sitcom thing.
1: As someone with a lot of anxiety and does disassociate at times, I, f- I do feel pretty co- look seen by, by Abed spending the entire episode disassociating.
0: Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that there's really anything specific about Abed. Like there is uh, I, I do like the fact that. It, even in Abed's, like, mental sitcom, you get little pop-up, like, lower third ads yes. for other fake Abed shows, like, uh, uh, Sword Cooks yeah, or Yeah, American something. Sword Cooks. American Sword Cooks. Which
1: suggests that this is, like, a, a British a British show that we've decided to remake.
0: I I assume so. Absolutely. I believe um, there's even,
1: like, Blind slash Blonde, like a uh-huh. nip-tuck kind of thing. Very, it's all very funny. Like... Uh it's like those little things that this is very a good episode for, but like some of those like big, like winks of like Mm -hmm. community is like not as successful.
0: And yeah, uh, we do also go to a meta meta show where the Abed in Abed's sitcom has to go to a happy place. And so he invents, uh greendale babies which is like a muppet babies yeah. sort of thing
1: as someone who, um, who watched a lot of muppet babies it rules that somebody else <laughs> has seen it just just that
0: yep no i i watched i watched a bunch of it when i was a kid um especially like you know you'd, you'd have a sick day and you'd just be laying on the couch watching nick jr and they'd be like next up five episodes of Muppet Babies. So that's what you're going to watch today. I feel like crap,
1: but that sounds awesome.
0: And I'm like, yeah, all right. I'll watch five episodes of Muppet Babies. And that's actually like 10 episodes because each one is like two episodes. Yeah. So it's just like a bajillion episodes of Muppet Babies. There's
1: something magic about being sick when you're in school, staying home, and like watching Nick Jr. And like Blue's Clues came on and you're like, Oh, yeah, I know where the clue is, blue. I got you. I may not be feeling great, but I got you, blue. It's great. I love it
0: sick days uh sick days as a kid in a world before internet uh was was really wild because you would be like, all right, it's all Nick Jr in the morning because like that's what she got right and then. Uh, this lull in the early afternoon where it's like soap opera time. And there's I never like,
1: understood why they put soap operas at like one o'clock.
0: Right. And so there's there, like, you're not going to watch soap no. operas. So like
1: people, the people are kissing each other. <laughs> Gross.
0: You, you find you find some random garbage on some other channel and then like. But that, that's just for, like, a couple of hours, because then you get the early afternoon, like, after-school cartoons, like, gummy bears and all of that. Like, then you're set. But that, man, that, that two hours of of... You, like, you
1: gotta go find something else to do. And if you're like if you're not faking it, like some people, I'm pointing at myself. I'm pointing at myself. I faked it a good amount so I didn't have to go to because again, anxiety, and I realize that uh-huh. now. Um uh so I would uh you know, you'd have to go play a video game or something for a few hours and you're like, I don't really feel good enough to play a video game, which is something I've never said until now.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember if it was actually like a rule in my house about like you couldn't play video games if you stayed home sick because like because th- that way like you you um, are are less likely to fake it because like you, oh, know, yeah, if you're gonna you fake don't get sick, to do the
1: fun stuff
0: <laughs> right you don't get to do the fun stuff you just have to watch Muppet Babies for three hours um, I mean you know <laughs> which you know. It's Snap better up, than yeah. like, it's better, it's than, better than school Some days. It's
1: certainly better than long division. <laughs> am I right?
0: Um, Wink. Right. I could be carrying remainders or I could just watch three hours of the Muppet Babies. Um, and
1: think about Nanny with those socks.
0: And hoping to God that she has a face because I kind you of never, hope she you doesn't. never see it.
1: <laughs> Nanny with no face.
0: There's, there's got to be some Muppet Babies no, fan art out no, there where, no. where Nanny has no face.
1: <laughs> I'm also worried that there is uh, art of a different kind for Muppet Babies that I do not want to know about whatsoever.
0: Okay, I'm going to look this up. Oh, God. Muppet Babies fan art. Oh, my art God. Nanny. I
1: went to face. Muppet.fandom.com, and the picture they have for Nanny literally has no f- head.
0: Uh uh-huh. are you I looking mean, at what? are
1: you looking at this? There's no head no.
0: there. No head. Um I I'm doing a Google search and there's a Pinterest make your own nanny from muppet babies costume. Uh so it's all the things you need in order to to look like nanny from muppet babies. Um I I am frankly I'm frankly shocked that uh, there is no, like, fan art where it's just Nanny from Muppet Babies with, like, a totally blank, featureless patch of skin where a face should be.
1: Like a slender Nanny, if you will.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Also, Jenny Slate is apparently uh, doing the voice of Nanny in uh, the... New version of the Muppet Babies, oh, which dang. there's also a new version of the Muppet Babies. There's a new
1: version of the Muppet Babies.
0: I'm, well, I guess I'm, I'm
1: calling in work uh, sick at work <laughs> tomorrow.
0: Okay. Well now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna picture Jenny Slate's face on Nanny's. Sure. Body. However, I have um,
1: found a picture of Sorry, I can't help myself, I can't get to it. I found somebody uh posted a picture on Twitter of Nanny. Uh, with her face, but if she was a (laughs) T-1000.
0: I did find a picture of a couple's costume that is Nanny's legs from Muppet Babies. It's just two people (laughs) in big tubes with striped
1: socks. (laughs) It's it's, it's the modern equivalent of dressing up like a horse.
0: This is, this is, okay. This actually rules. Um, Oh my God. I want to send, I'm going to, I'm going to send you this uh, in Discord here.
1: Oh my God. That's amazing. (laughs) I love it. Oh man. Yes. Ben, I think we found our next costume, my bud.
0: Oh, it's going to be, it's so good. Um, It's going to
1: be so niche.
0: (laughs) Uh, Anyways, so yeah, Abed Abed does a Greendale Babies thing. I but I don't which, I don't remember there being a nanny, unfortunately. Which is it's it's interesting. Like I don't hate it. It feels I don't know. It feels uh, a little forced, but maybe that's also yeah. kind of the point because it's meta Abed going to a happy place, right?
1: I I think that's that that's one of the tricks that liking community does to you because it's like. Okay, it's kind of forced. Wait, was that their intention for the meta ness of right. a forced cut? You know, right. like, so you're like, I try trying to divine exactly, like, is this actually good or is it, you know, meta? It's supposed to be bad. And I'm like, eh, it's kind of like, right, it, it, you, your brain has to figure out some kind of four dimensional space,
0: right? Because, like, Abed's sitcom definitely feels forced in a way where they are pointing out how forced sitcoms kind of feel. Right. Like the laugh track is way overdone. You know, there's a laugh track because they're doing like, oh, I I wore the same hipster glasses as you. And then like canned laughter. So that feels that definitely feels forced in a way where it's like, okay, the, the forced feeling is the point. And then for some reason the Greendale babies it still feels forced but it I I don't feel like it's meant to feel forced but it's like now we're now we're like four levels deep into right. the intent I mean, of I, Abed's yeah. meta <laughs>
1: yeah so we've we've lost to the show I I think uh-huh. clearly it's it's at least at some level supposed to be forced because the idea that these seven people are together as babies Uh Uh, One of which uh, Pierce is like dreaming about bouncing around on a giant pair of boobs, which is Nanny. Uh, I just realized it now. That's Nanny. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. So Nanny does make an appearance, but it's instead of legs, it's boobs. You know, ha ha. Good job, community. You did it. Um, It does feel, though, like somebody's like, hey, does anybody remember Muppet Babies? Hey, do we want to do a Muppet? We can't do a whole Muppet Babies, guys. But like a just a little bit as a treat, as mm-hmm, a treat, mm-hmm. um, and it does feel kind of forced. And uh, again, whether it's supposed to be or like it, it it's it's this weird four-dimensional s- square to me. So,
0: mm-hmm. um, the Shirley and Annie plot line—they're trying to figure out how to play pranks on the dean. Annie's Annie's is, uh, idea is to move everything but the stapler. I mean, his her uh, first idea over. is to just
1: be in the room and then leave, and he'll get the weird feeling that somebody was there.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is um, a
1: non-prank.
0: <laughs> absolutely not. Um, and, yeah, and then they do the popcorn thing. Like, I think that's kind of the whole... That whole story. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think the whole point of it is for Annie to show that this senioritis thing is really a manifestation of her anxiety of about moving on to what's next in her life of right hospital administration, which doesn't seem to be a very big passion for her. Which right, I don't. You know, it doesn't. You know,
0: Annie's got her own thing going on because she's she's definitely in that mode because she's like, why the rush? So Jeff can run off and be a gross lawyer again? Troy and to start drinking coffee? I become a boring hospital administrator? Who wants to do that? You do, right? Yay, hospital administration. Can't wait to be buried alive under a pile of paperwork and bedpans just trying to summon the courage to ask out Dr. Patel, the gorgeous Indian neurosurgeon who doesn't even know I exist. And so, yeah, I would say that's definitely, like, some anxiety over graduating and having to be a real adult um in a real adult world and um also just that yeah she doesn't seem to have any passion for the thing that she ostensibly thinks that she has passion for right
1: and, which and I, uh I think I've, that...
0: I've been to college and i get that <laughs>
1: yeah well fair uh the the plot delivers a few interesting like it it the fact that they they didn't I mean they sh- they need to. Um there there's a small scene at the end where the dean goes to Jeff's uh condo and it also reveals that he bought the the condo next to him which mm-hmm. is very funny. But if when he grabs his keys, popcorn falls out of his his pocket
0: which is a good little it's a good little that's little
1: gag. that's the big payoff <laughs> like not the fact like oh look at all this popcorn it's more like a small little moment which is fine enough for mm-hmm. that plot line but i think you know the real thing that's i'm like uh, they're you know the idea that they're how they're popping the popcorn in the the car is kind of funny um but it's it's mostly about her anxiety, and it's it's not surprising that she has anxiety. It's it, I mean, all of the characters on the show have some kind of issue mentally, right? Going on, uh, whether that's anxiety or others, but it's just you know, I, I it, there there are it, there's just so many plots in this episode that it's hard to say anything is super successful because you don't you literally don't land on one enough to say okay, yes, this is this is the a plot. <laughs>
0: Right. And I, I wonder how much that is that they only have 13 episodes this season, because I feel like in previous seasons, we could have gotten because other than like Pierce's ball joke. Um, I mean,
1: I could have definitely seen Pierce's ball joke be put in a previous season. Absolutely. But there's little, no, well, little no, that's, to none not, <laughs> about Pierce in there.
0: That I'm, I'm not saying they wouldn't have included that. What I'm saying is, other than Pierce's ball joke, everything else in this episode ties into other things, like longer arcs in, sure. in character development in the in the season. So yeah, I mean it That's it fair. does it does play the the prank bit does tie into Abed at the end saying like, I don't think you should do uh hospital administration. I think you should go into forensics, which. She's she's like, yeah, absolutely, even though it's based entirely off of sitcom Annie and her having found a backup of the Microsoft Paint file that had everyone's student records. Uh, there's I mean, a lot that, going that on is, there.
1: That is about the, the general level of technical uh, ability from a sitcom plot, so fine, mm-hmm. sure, yeah. <laughs>
0: The the Troy and Britta plot line, uh, I do think is is really interesting because yeah. of the the fact that like we've seen over the last three seasons that Troy and Abed have this very sort of special relationship, and like Troy and Britta this season, uh, you know it it becomes a thing, and so
1: it's uh, as she says it's progressing but not progressing progressing.
0: Uh huh. So. You know, it's I I do think it's um, I I do. I I think of all the plot lines, uh, I do think as little as we get of this, I think this one's handled the best. Sure. Because it is like it's it's weird dating somebody new because you've got all these little rituals that you do, you know, just for yourself. Right. Sure. And then you start dating someone. And those things change. And then it's, it's like this double weird thing where like most Troy and Abed spend so much time together that all of the little rituals that would just be Troy's are also Abed's. Like it's, I I think it really points out that Troy doesn't really have much of his own, like in, in terms of, um, in terms of that, like when you spend constantly that much time with someone else and you do everything with someone else, there's not really much that you do alone. And so like now the Troy and Britta, uh, alone time is like, but I, I, you know, you, you feel kind of like you have to replace Abed and that's, that's weird. There's a, there's a lot of, they they put yeah. a surprising amount of character and emotion into these tiny little vignettes about wishing for more wishes in a fountain and the pennies right. aren't the wishes and like yeah, there's
1: all these rules that are Obed's mm-hmm. rules and Troy ca- tries to follow them and then they like, this is one of the funniest parts of the episode where they're fighting. <laughs> they're, like, t- wrestling in the fountain because one wants to get the wishes out and one wants to re-wish the wishes that were wished. And it's just, and also, Troy's like, I don't know why this is, feels so good, um, which is very good. Um, but, uh-huh. like, yeah, I agree. Like, it's very interesting because, you know, Britta is going to be this force for change for Troy. And Troy has that friendship with, abed which is kind of a you know abed's not a big fan of change and Uh i think that's you know clearly a catalyst for a lot of conflict in this season and i think that's a really interesting way to do it because it's a realistic way to do something like you mentioned like you have your own rituals by yourself or with another person and then you bring a, a a new person into that and you know what does that mean for the rituals that you shared with this person or you had by yourself and You know, like you know, especially when somebody is not really okay with changes, because at the end he, they say that Britta has a new idea for the fountain wishing rules. There are new rules, and and Abed says, "I'll take that under advisement." Right. So we'll we'll talk about it. He's not even like (laughs) I'm into it. He's more like Uh okay, Um, right. But I think that's a really interesting uh, triangle to kind of discuss because it is something. you know that does happen. Like if you have a you know person that you have a really close friendship with, and then another person comes in, how does that friendship change, and how does your relationship change you? And I think those are really interesting things to talk about. Mm-hmm.
0: And then yeah, at the at the very last bit of the episode, uh, Chang a a naked Chang
1: a naked approaches wet
0: Chang. Uh huh. Hey, thank you. A Gotta naked. Make sure wet. He's,
1: remember, he's wet. It's just you got to remember
0: it. Uh-huh. A naked wet chang comes up to a uh a postal worker who's delivering the mail and he chang hands him the note and uh, the note is it says my name is Kevin I have changnesia <laughs> which um I Uh-huh. That's that's all that's all we get about that for now um
1: yep that's it we just get a, n- a naked ken Jeong. a naked wet king john it's
0: uh, um is is there is there anything else about the episode we want to talk about before we get into the tag
1: uh i no i don't think so uh i do want to point out that leonard did steal their balls
0: ah yes leonard does steal the balls while they while everyone was incepting
1: yeah, <laughs> I do lo- just, you know, it's it, it, it's weird to me because the small little touches are actually like better than the big swings of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe that's you know, I, I, I don't I think we can probably discuss that a little further in grades, but I, it's very interesting to me.
0: Um. Yeah, so they, they do end up uh, Jeff doesn't get to take history of ice cream and he's he's going to be fine with it because he'll get. Uh, the dean's going to get a different history class going because, like you mentioned, he needs to have a, an actual real history class uh, taught or else they lose $40,000 in grants. So then uh, the tag is just, uh, it's it's back to like Abed sitcom land. Uh, Troy and Abed are dressed up as women. And
1: uh, they're trying to get into Antics 101, which is women only.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, the dean is just like, hold it right there. Where did you ladies get those dresses? And uh, then denies Britta entry because he's like, oh, I think you're a dude. Um, Which... It's... is It... It... It it plays differently now, I think. Like, I'm not gonna... I've... It was probably... Like... (laughs) it, uh, It was... It was problematic then, but it's also totally like a, a something that a '90s sitcom right. would have done. So it's that weird um, meta
1: four-dimensional space again. Of like, right. yes, this joke's not funny, but it's a making making fun of a joke that would have shown up in like *Bosom Buddies* or something, it's right? Like, so it's kind of funny, but it's not funny. Funny. It's like, huh? Okay. So it it just it's 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 that kind of swing that. Doesn't it, it makes you go into that weird four-dimensional space of is this supposed to be crappy as a joke? And it does and no one's winking enough at it to make it feel like, oh, we're making fun of the thing. And I think that's I think that's part of the problem with the um the meta-ness of this. But I can I can leave more for uh our next segment. Great. I'm it's a very interesting episode uh you know it it just just are the cuts are basically breakneck pace. you're going from place to place to plot to plot with very very little connective tissue between them sometimes um I think that kind of whiplash hurts this episode because it's trying to set up just just so much um but You know, I I think some of the small little bits like Leonard stealing the balls while everyone is being incepted, you know, the the popcorn, like uh, all the small little touches are there. So you people definitely cared about this episode. You could definitely, definitely tell like people were putting in the attention to detail. I just don't think that it works together as a whole. As as well as some others do. So I you know i it's it's nothing against you know discussing dan harmon or anything i just don't think that there is a through line that makes sense to me that kind of you know a, a lot of community is funny because a lot of the plot lines intersect at the end in interesting ways and i don't think it really succeeded in that this time cuz everybody just kind of re- returned together and it was a co- like obed storyline was the only one that got like, it, 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 like, like we've talked about a lot of these storylines are something that is going to kind of keep going over time. So it didn't give you a lot of closure. And uh, I, I don't know. I just feels like without that kind of in like, I, I know it's not realistic to have everything tie up in a neat little bow at the end of these episodes. Sometimes when it comes down to that, when everything like, you know, Abed and Troy's story intersects with the, you know, Shirley Pierce story and then Jeff comes like those kind of moments are fun and the fact that we don't actually get a Jeff speech we get what Abed like a half uh-huh. of what Abed thinks a Jeff speech would be is surprising surprising for somebody that's like oh it's another Jeff speech right. being like we could really use a Jeff speech um I just it 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 doesn't it's not quite there to me um, I think it, it it plays at where it needs to be and where where the I I, I you know, the dean of, of always is a treasure. The hunger deans is a funny concept, but we get like three scenes of it. So mm-hmm. we never stick on a funny idea long enough to make it like to churn off a couple like a, a, a follow up off of it. And I just think that you need to let things breathe a little bit sometimes. So. I don't know. I I don't think it's terrible, but I don't think it's incredibly successful. Um, I'll go with a a C plus.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm kind of in that same uh, vicinity. Um. Th- I, there's there's a lot of very funny jokes in this episode. Um. Like yeah, Leonard being like, "I stole the balls while they were incepting. Like.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Really really makes me laugh or like when when Britta wishes for there'd be no more wars the and Troy's like no we have a, ro- a rule you can't use the word all in a wish because it's inherently cursed and and she's like well who could who could be who could be mad at the end of wars he's like no wars means no star wars no some wars no like um so there's there's a lot of very good jokes in this episode. Um and so I I do think that it is a very funny episode. Um I do feel like it suffers from trying to cram too much into it. Um and you know, I mean I I think a lot of season openers, you know, you're you're really introducing what that season's going to be about. They tend to be either a little bit busier or they tend to be uh, you know, fewer jokes per minute or, you know, whatever. Right. It's always a little bit rough. Um and the fact that they're they're just really coming in. Like you can, I think, like I, I, I think this episode suffers because of how much uh they're they're cramming in, but I think the bigger um, I think the thing that that makes this episode suffer more than how busy it is is that I think you can tell from the episode that they are very nervous about going into season oh, four absolutely. without Dan Harmon. Absolutely. Um, I
1: mean, the theme of the episode is anxiety. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh huh. And so, I th- I feel like, um, I I, I feel like. That that sort of palpable tension about like you know we, we're here and we're back and we're doing it and you know something about that just comes off feeling kind of weird um, and it, it's yeah it it it. It, it just it just doesn't it does make the episode suffer a little bit um, like like, you know, you can you can say a lot of things about community, but um, insecure in what it's doing is never has never been one of them right. um, up until this episode. Like even even the worst of the worst episodes from seasons one through three were really confident in what they were doing. Right. And the fact that this episode comes off feeling nervous uh is is kind of weird yeah. um,
1: and I also think that you can even read some of the choices of like cut cut cut, cut if you're not on a specific scene long enough, you can't form an opinion on if it's good or bad mm-hmm. you just gotta keep going, so I think that it all it all kind of simmers down into everything
0: so it's it's hard to it's hard it makes it a really hard episode to love, but you know as as a start to an episode uh, start to a season and um the you know just the fact that i do think it's a it's an overall very funny episode uh i will give it a b minus um i i do i think it's i think it's good but it is a little shaky and it's it's hard to get past that shakiness yeah. a lot of times um and um you know, and, and I don't I don't think that's true for every episode in season four, but I, I do feel like the fact that they are coming out of the gate on this and like they they really feel like they need to nail it makes it that nervousness is is very palpable in this episode. Yeah. And it's uh it's it's a hard thing to quantify when you're trying to talk about it on a podcast. But it just it just does it it feels nervous is is the best way i can describe right. it um and um you know and i i think um I, again i don't know if it's busy because they're trying to really introduce as much as they can in a 13 episode season um but i mean if if you could cut one plot line um i think it would also probably help just to yeah. To let let something let things similar, let things simmer a little bit. But most mostly, it's that kind of nervousness that yeah. that kind of kills it for me. But you know, it's still funny. So it's still a B minus in my book.
1: Yeah, it is. It is still. You're right. It is. It is funny. There are. I, I will always love the scene where Britta and Troy are fighting in the uh, <laughs> in the uh, the fountain. Uh-huh. It's one of. It's just such a wonderful kin- kinetic scene. Um, that I, I, I adore. So yeah, I, I think, I, I, I don't think there's a wrong opinion about this because it is so it's, it's kind of a fascinating look at what community, you know, like you take the auteur away from a thing and say, okay, now do it again.
0: <laughs> uh huh. And
1: they're like, well, okay. Um, right. while not being a hundred percent confident in it. but and you're totally right about how community is like we're gonna take the swing damn it and screw you <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where this one doesn't feel like it has the same dna to it
0: yep um but we want to know what you think about this episode uh about whether or not season four is off to a good start bad start uh neutral start mm-hmm. um we want to know what you think about the new format. Um
1: Do you like do you like the 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 freeform jazz discussion style?
0: Um yeah, let us know Skibiddy what you be think be about be that. Boop 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 boop. Wow. Let us know what you have to say about Muppet Babies. Uh if if you enjoyed Muppet Babies, what did you watch when you were at home sick? Uh yeah. when you were a, a school age kid? Um we want to know all those things and more you can find us on Twitter at good Greendale. You can find us on the internet at good There's a contact form on that page, which will send us an email. Um, you can also find us on Patreon. Uh, although similar to last week, I'm not going to push that too sure. hard. Um, uh definitely you know again if you're on the fence um donate that money to uh organizations to help trans youth um there's another thing that has an anti-trans thing that happened in idaho just today hooray so you know give money to them to them uh yes ukrainian uh humanitarian uh, efforts um all that send us a screenshot of uh yes, absolutely. a receipt for any donations. We'll get you good patreon content, which uh a uh, longtime supporter of the show um, commented on our most recent one about warren g harding's penis uh that, and she just said that was amazing. so <laughs>
1: oh, I'm so glad our patreon patrons are so <laughs> so wonderfully
0: kind with us um. So yeah, and uh we are we have a, a uh we have a fan group on uh, I sound so unsure about that. <laughs> we have a fan group on Facebook uh put together by that very same Laura, uh who uh uh yeah, is a is a place to go talk about um the episodes, community, Futurama, what have you um that is the league of jeremies just look it up on facebook it's there i think i think there's a link to it on the website probably i think there um, is yes
1: uh i do also uh you know i know that we are not you know we want you to support trans youth and uh the ukrainian people uh but also you know uh we want to make sure you're doing well and that you are you know, you're, you're, we put a smile on your face. Maybe it's a little bit weird because there is a little bit of change in this episode, but hopefully, uh, this free form jazz, uh, helped you out, uh, made you smile on a day that we can all use a little bit of a smile. Um, and we love you very much and have a good day.
0: And until next week, when we'll be back talking about, uh, more season four community content uh which has way fewer plot lines in it i promise (laughs) (laughs) you you,
1: uh, i'm gonna hold you to that promise Uh uh-huh
0: uh until then uh i am ben
1: and i am mike i
0: wish wish you you luck